for Donald Trump, his comments towards this case affected us a great deal because now this is the president of the United States. This isn't, you know, the real estate tycoon who were, you know, who was, uh, uh, you know, beating people and cheating people out of money. This is not a person who runs the government. And so at the end of the day, it's also the person who has cons consistently said that we were guilty throughout these years. And so for us, it's like we have to constantly walk on eggshells or we have to we have to constantly worry about the microscope that's on us because now you have this man who, um, you know, who says that we're still guilty. This man who has shows, you know, has shown that um, uh, systematic racism still exists, and he has also went as far as you know to 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 to, uh, to to push and motivate people such as the Proud Boys, you know, to take a stance and and be ready and, and be willing and on his call. And so for us, you know, we still walk through you know through life where it's still hard, you know, that 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 scar, those scars that we have are not properly healed. And every time he comes saying that we're still guilty, he rouses up people in America who, uh, uh, who feel that we're still guilty of this case and who might want to lose bodily. When I saw Joe Biden at the podium and he brought up the case, you know, for me, it was a moment of gratitude, a moment of belief, a moment of, you know, a moment of being emotional because here it is that this is the next president of the United States and he has acknowledged the wrong that was committed against us. And he also was able to stand up to this bully, to this tyrant, and tell him to his face, you know, what his crimes were and how he conducted himself when it came to this case. And for me, the, the moment was priceless when you just saw the look on Donald Trump's face. That was priceless. You know, for him to say that he's the least person racist in the room, and then he looks around the room and he can't even see anybody. He even tells himself, it's too dark, he can't see the crowd. So he's the only person there who is racist at the end of the day. Um, and we know history has shown that he has had incident after incident where he has uh, he has shown racist behavior, racist attitude. Um, and so for us, we know that's a lie. We've been, we've been battling with Donald Trump since 1989. So we know better. We know that's a lie. We were listening to Raymond Santana, one of the exonerated five that were locked away as children in prison for a crime they did not commit, the Central Park rape. And he said 1989, when Donald Trump went on a big spending spree to put up billboards and uh, write editorials and do everything he could to have these children uh, killed by the, the state of New York for the crime when the DNA proved they were all innocent, Donald Trump says, they're still guilty. So Santana is saying that they, they may be free from prison, but their lives are still under the microscope and endangered by this, this type of uh, attitude and behavior.
and racist conduct. BET.com has the story. Today they have the printed story. Exonerated fives. Raymond Santana slams Trump for a quote least racist person in the room end quote comment. The president called for him to be executed when he was only 14 years old. This was published 25 minutes ago, written by BET staff. Few people have experienced the impact of Donald Trump's racism firsthand the way Raymond Santana, one of the exonerated five, has. Santana was directly attacked by Trump when he was a minor during what was known as the, quote, Central Park Five trial. Just weeks after Youssef Salam and Tron McRae, Corey Wise, Raymond Santana, and Kevin Richardson were falsely accused of raping a white woman in April of 1989 in New York City's Central Park. Trump took out a full-page ad in the New York Times calling for the children, all minors at the time, to be put to death. Each of them served between five and 12 years in prison and were all exonerated by 2014. Raymond Santana was only 14 years old. In a new interview with TMZ, he said about Trump, who maintains their belief that they are guilty despite exonerative exonerative evidence Donald quote Donald Trump's comments towards this case it affects us a great deal because now this is the president of the United States this isn't the real estate tycoon who was cheating people out of money, this is now a person who runs the government. Close quote. He continued, quote, For us, it's like we have to constantly walk on eggshells or we have to constantly worry about the microscope that's on us because now you have this man who says that we're still guilty those scars that we have are not properly healed and every time he says we're guilty he rouses up people in America who feel that we're still guilty of this case and who might want to do bodily harm close quote Santana also thanked Joe Biden for meant mentioning their case at the last presidential debate and called out Trump, 
saying he's the, quote, least racist person in the room, for him to say that he's the least racist person in the room, and then he looks around the room and he can't even see anybody, even tells you himself, quote, it's too dark, he can't see the crowd. So he's the only person there who is racist. <laughs> Close quote. Ah, oh, these guys are pretty smart. They were just children when this happened to them, but they're smart grown-up men now. In 2014, all five of the men were exonerated. DNA evidence. And, and eventually received a $41 million settlement from the city of New York. Another man, Matias Reyes, eventually confessed to the crime. As recent as 2018, Trump refused to apologize for calling for their death, saying, quote, they admitted their guilt. If you look at Linda Fairstein and you look at some of the prosecutors, they think that the city should never have settled that case. So we'll leave it at that, close quote. They were children. They were coerced into a false co confession, starved, kept away from their parents, not allowed to speak to their parents. Their parents weren't allowed to speak to them until they gave in to the detectives forcing a confession. A forced, coerced confession is the same as no confession at all under the law that is illegal. And it's even worse when children are involved. You decide, listeners, who should run this country. It's already falling apart from the last four years of, shall we say, zero brains, zero leadership. Zero character, zero personality. Thank you for listening. <laughs>